My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about how taking space to slow down will change your life. I'm talking to Jen Beery. She's an intuitive coach, energy healer, and yoga teacher with um, or at movewithjen.com. And um, we're going to talk about some cool stuff because as many of you know, I used to work in the corporate world. It was good to me for a while, but all that time I was being called into being a spirit worker, being called to my higher spiritual calling and did it part-time for some time and then went full-time. And my friend Jen here did the same thing. So we're going to talk about how, you know, we can get into the hustle of, you know, the nine to five and making the money, getting the benefits, doing all the things, climbing the ladder even, and then realize that calling keeps calling us to slow down, to work with spirit. And, and for not, you know, for some, it's just, you know, bringing that into your life, bringing it into your weekends and your evenings. And for others, it's about kind of committing yourself to the path and helping others. So Jen has a great story to share. Um, she's an empath and she teaches people to be kind yet assertive, um, work smarter, not harder. And we're going to talk about her journey to getting here. So welcome, Jen. How are you today? Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm just so happy to be here with you. And thanks everyone who's listening right now. Oh, awesome. Well, welcome, welcome. So why don't we begin where we usually begin? Let us know what you do as an intuitive coach, energy healer, and yoga teacher. Yeah. So really, so in all honesty, this keeps changing every, I feel like every time I say this, it changes, but truly, I think what it's about is really about helping people through either some transitions or some, something that's kind of going on. So whether it's work, it's business, it's something in their life that they are, are trying to move through. And normally by the time someone comes to see me, they've tried everything else. And so they're like, okay, I've tried everything else. Nothing's working. Can you please just help me? <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So once they, once, and sometimes they're like, Hey, can you just show me how to do a pose alignment or, Hey, I just want some yoga or actually I just want some quick coaching. And then normally it leads into a bunch of other stuff. Cause there ends up being energy things that are going on other blockers that might be going on. And typically most of those blockers are ourselves. So they are certain parts of ourselves that like to just stay safe and stay comfortable, right? Um, so I like that you bring it all together. You know, there's the the body, mind, and spirit aspect of the things that you're doing. And yes. it's like, here's my toolbox. Let's see, you know, let's see what you need today. So, you know, how did you, you, you mentioned it changes all the time and it is creative. You know, any creative act is an act of spirit, I believe. Um, and so you're being called to shift and change things. How have you gotten to this point in your business where you're like, all right, here's, you know, or maybe how are you called to learn to be a yoga teacher, then maybe learn some energy healing? What, what kind of order did it go in for you? And how did you decide to bring those all together? 
Yeah, such a good question. So I always like to point back to like November 2011 seems to be a very important year and time period in my life. It was when I started my first corporate job as an auditor. It was also when I went to my first yoga class. And it was through yoga that I really was able to start taking a pause, start creating some space and start to get a little bit more intentional around things. And also it was the first time I was ever able to slow down enough because I'm an A type, you know, we used to get very stressed very easily, all the things and, and yeah, so it, it, you know, yoga really, I think yoga really changed my life. And so it had always been a dream of mine to be a yoga teacher. So that's kind of where it started was I wanted to give people yoga. I wanted to introduce it. I wanted it to be accessible and I wanted more people to experience the healing of it. And just through teaching yoga, I also throughout my life have been kind of like a natural coach. So especially when I was in the corporate world, it was really normal for me to be just coaching anybody who was on my team, just like people in general. Like I just love connecting with people and I love helping people. And so those that so then it went from yoga to like, actually, I kind of like this coaching stuff too. And then I got Reiki certified. And I don't know, I kind of feel like once you kind of go down this path of, you know, of, of spirituality, of energy, of like all these things that you can feel, but you can't really explain. You're just like, this is freaking cool. I want to learn more about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And, you know, our instruments and our systems, I think, choose us. My situation is very similar, although, you know, yeah, it really was the whole time. Well, you know, my friend has some tarot cards. Let's check them out. And so we started reading tarot and then, hey, let's go to psychic development class for fun. Okay. Oh, you're going to do this for a living. (laughs) Surprised. And then along the way, well, I'm doing intuitive healing work, but let's get certified in Reiki or let's get attuned. And then for me, sound healing called as well, which was out of the blue, you know, go and learn about these, you know, Himalayan sound uh, therapy techniques. And so, so I, I think that's really cool to bring up that guys out there, women out there, sorry, I say guys a lot, <laughs> I can't help it. Um, yeah. But um, anyone out there who is, um, who is con- confused, maybe you're, you're drawn in a lot of different directions. You're, you're, you're feeling like I should do this, or I should do that. Go with the initial yes, for what is for you right now, and know that other things, if they are meant to be, they'll come back in. And they're likely to be a part of your calling at some point. But a lot of times your spirit guides are going to give you little hints and little, you know, uh, little uh, whispers along the way so that you stay on on track and have more and more things to inspire you to that direction. So Jen, can you share about what it was like for you as a you were a chartered accountant, global accountant, um, and then you went to being a tech leader to and then going into yoga teaching. That's a very interesting story arc. So I'd love to hear what that was like for you. And it sounds like it was like for me hand in hand, it was parallel the whole time. So what was it like for you to be in one world and then also getting so nourished in the other? Yeah, it was, um, it was hard, honestly, because it felt like I was becoming two very different people and I didn't really know how they kind of fit together. And actually that was causing me a lot of, uh, like internal chaos and just struggling. Like, how can I be this, you know, really ambitious corporate woman that like, you know, is, is, is trying to, you know, get on the executive track and move in that direction. And then how can I want to be like this yogi that just like wants to travel the world and heal people and serve and, you know, do that thing. 
And so it was really confusing for a really long time because I didn't really see how they could come together. And at the time, I didn't really realize that I didn't have to choose that I could actually be both. And so when I started teaching yoga, I was still in my corporate job and uh, I started sort of building it that way. And then I kind of just got to a point in my, my corporate world where I just I had this very distinct moment where I was like, I just know this isn't for me anymore. Like you, it was such a, you know, for, for the time I was there, it was amazing. I loved it. I loved learning and growing and, and it was so good for that time, but I just knew it wasn't me anymore. And it was hard because you build this whole life and all of a sudden you're looking at it and being like, how come this doesn't fit anymore? Mm-hmm. What is going on? And so I kind of just got to that point and said, you know what? All right. Clearly I'm being called in a different direction. So, all right, let's take this leap of faith and let's just see what happens because I can always go back. That's right. I said the same thing. And I I advise a lot of my clients to do that as well. When they're taking a leap, it's like, you've got the experience. You can always go back. So tell your intellect that's going to question this that it's got, I've got this, you know, we can always go back. Don't worry about it. And then, Hey, you know what? We usually don't. <laughs> because, exactly. And if you do that, I'll get add a caveat to that, that sometimes when you take the leap, you may have the need to do some part-time work or, or, you know, join with someone else or something like that. And a lot of times that's part of the process that you're yes. learning. That's going to actually help you in your, in your path anyway. So, so I think we can't look at it as one or the other. I know at one, once upon a time in my life, I saw like my everyday ordinary life as one thing and my spiritual life as another. And when it really started to click, nope, this is all the same all the time. The whole thing is the path that's when things started really lighting up. (laughs) I totally agree. Right. Because it's when we're creating that, that separation that we just start feeling like, I don't know, it just feels more complicated than it needs to be. And we're just sort of spinning. Whereas I think once we just accept like, maybe this is just the journey, you know, like maybe how do I just enjoy this now, you know, instead of wishing that it's going to be different in some future date that probably never happens or it does. And then you forget it because you're onto something new. It's like, how do we just enjoy the journey for what it is right now? Even if it's not exactly where we would like to be right now. Exactly. Yep. I get it. And, and also it's, it's important to just, yeah, be present, be present no matter what we're doing. I think that's the ultimate goal because if we're seriously present for real, and that's what I mean by seriously, because you're going to have a lot of joy being present. Yes. You, yeah, there's no hurry to get to any destination and you release resistance in the manifestation process. So if you are working with manifestation to get to that calling, to get what you want, you don't want to be in, oh my God, I hate my job. <laughs> you yes. want to be in, hey, you know what? I can deal with this. I can flow with whatever's happening. <laughs> That's it. It's like letting go of the control a little bit or us feeling like, you know, we can control it. And I think it's like when we get, can get to that point where you can just say, you know what? it's probably going to turn out so much better than I can even imagine. I just can't see it right now. And I'm just going to trust that it's going to work out. It is going to be okay. That's where I truly think the magic is. Oh, yes. Amen. I love that. That's a, that's a really wonderful point. So you also mentioned your, that you're an empath. So um, I know being a highly, I, I identify as like highly sensitive intuitive. Mm-hmm. So not quite the same as empath, but very mentally like soaking up all the things all the time and reading things I don't want to read. So as an empath, um, having that feeling, you know, that need to mind your emotional boundaries and your intuitive boundaries in that way. How was that a challenge in the corporate world? And how has, have you now been able to help other people with that kind of stuff? 
Yeah. I mean, in the corporate world, it was wild because, you know, you're always called, oh, you're too sensitive or you take things too personally. Oh, you shouldn't be so involved in that. Um, but on the flip side, what's hard is people are constantly emotionally dumping on you. Mm-hmm. And I think when you don't realize that you don't really know what's happening. And so you're just sitting there like, why do I just feel like this all the time? Like, I just feel you know, just like I'm carrying so many burdens and, you know, and you kind of see it as a bad thing. And so through my own journey, it's been learning to sort of understand, like, so something I say to my clients all the time is like, what is yours and what's someone else's? So you start making this differentiation of like, is this actually me or is this someone else that I'm holding and carrying on to? And I find just recognizing that has been a huge point in my own decision-making because I started realizing that a lot of the decisions I was making were because I thought I should be making them or because I had expectations around somebody. And sometimes those expectations didn't even exist. They were just, you know, absorbed or, you know, thought of. So that's a big one that I teach my clients all the time is like, what's yours and what is actually someone else's? Yes, that is key. That is a very key element. Um, that that's one of the first things I teach as well as energy clearing. It's like watch this class and do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> Keep yes. your energy clear. Because another thing we talk about in this this world of being an empath or spiritually sensitive is protection. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of times. Um, and and I think that's good. And we need to think about it that in that way, but also just clearing, 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 because sometimes living in protection mode all the time can be exhausting. So when we accept that we're just kind of sharing energy throughout the day, like you said, determining what's ours and what someone else's, and then being able to filter it out. I think that is the superpower that would help a lot of people out there. So Oh my gosh. And you know what, what someone had taught me too, that I found really, really helpful is thinking about it. Not so much as like protection, because it's not like someone's, you know, intent is harm or evil or something like that. But if you can think of it, like, you know, these people are, and this energy might just be in need and they just love your vibration and they just like love your energy because it's magnetic or because it's healing for them or because it's actually out of love. And so when you realize that it's not trying to harm you, even if it is, but it's not trying to harm you. And so, you know, whenever I kind of do my own energetic boundary setting, it's like, can I, you know, return it to source? Can I return it down to mother earth happy and healed? Mm -hmm. Because like, there's no harm here. Just, you know, I just, I just don't want a lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Let's transmute that into something else. Yes, I totally understand. And, and it is important. That's, that's very true. It's oftentimes the people that need healing that have felt like knocked around in the world that are drawn to empaths and anyone who is compassionate towards, towards them in that space or just calm. Like if you're a space of calm, people are going to go, how do you do that? I once, I just want to be around you. You know, it's like, well, thank you very much. I just want to be alone right now, but okay, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll figure out something here. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? I think what you said is so important too, is it's recognizing that I think as empaths or anyone who's intuitively sensitive is you probably will need more downtime than the average person. And so like recognizing that and creating space for that Mm -hmm. and making sure that you're actually taking that time to fill your cup back up, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Because I think too often we don't, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then we feel so depleted. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. And, and that is, that's for the introverts out there and the sensitives and it's not always the same. That's the crazy thing. Like sometimes mm -hmm. you can be introverted and yet not super like spiritually sensitive, but you still need that downtime. So <clears throat> for outgoing intuitives and outgoing uh, impasse, it may be very confusing that you do want that, that downtime, but that's why, because your spirit needs to catch up and process all that energy you've been picking up. That's exactly. a wonderful point. Mm-hmm. Well, so you mentioned that, you know, obviously you have tons of wisdom to share. Um, we're, we're like preaching to the choir here talking, but I hope people are, I know people are getting a lot out of it because they're like, yes, yes, I'm, I needed to hear that today. Um, but you mentioned that, you know, as with many of us, when we take the leap into our woo-woo calling, <laughs> our spiritual calling, there will be some very logical friends and family that don't always understand. So you mentioned today, you still have that challenge that some people in your old crowd still think you're a little nuts for taking this leap um, oh, yes. and you need to own your energy a little bit more. Can you share how that's been affecting you more recently? Yeah. So, okay. So this has been like a huge shift for me. And this is actually why often, you know, when I, when I talk about move with Jen, it's kind of like becoming the CEO of your life. It's about owning your energy because I think a lot of it is, you know, if we aren't comfortable with the shift, everybody else around us sees that they sense that. And so even if they're not, you know, trying to be mean or hurtful or rude or whatever, it can come across that way because we're not, because we're not comfortable with it. And so what I noticed is there's like this point last year where I remember talking to someone in my old crowd and, you know, so many people would say this to me, like, how's your side hustle going? How's your yoga business going? And, um, I remember speaking to someone and I knew they had no ill intent, but I remember they were asking me about my business and I could just feel myself cowering. Mm. I could feel my shoulders coming over and my body language shifting and it was a big moment for me because coming from the corporate space where like, I was very comfortable. I had a great career. I was really good at what I did and I could stand and hold that energy. So, you know, I could talk to someone, I could look at them in the eyes and I could say, this is, you know, this is like, my career is awesome. But then I couldn't hold that same energy with my business. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a big moment of like, why, why mm -hmm. can't I, what is going on here? And so it was like, you know, if I'm not valuing the work that I do, if I don't believe and I can't hold that space to say, no, this work freaking matters just as much, maybe more. So, you know, how do I start leaning into that and getting so freaking comfortable with it within so that when I do get people who say, Hey, how's your side hustle or how's your <laughs> yoga business? It's like, it's going great. And here's why. And I love it. And being able to hold that. Absolutely. You, that's a wonderful answer. And in the moments where it doesn't quite happen, I think it is that intellect, that ego intellect of, well, if I'm you know, not where I meant to be or not at my goal yet, then it's not going very well, where it's any business needs to start somewhere. And um, I know I had a very similar experience with just doing the day to day work of an entrepreneurship business mm -hmm. of like, yeah, I can't just wait for the calls to come in, I need to show up nine to five every day, like I would at a job. Mm -hmm. And then that pride comes in like, yeah, I'm working every day and things are happening, because mm -hmm. I'm showing up. And yes. I think that that's for anybody out there that struggles with that. That's a really good point to, to make not only to have that pride that yes, it is, you are creating a space. And that's the beauty of, you know, 
that the the freedom that we have to create a business whenever we want. Yes. <laughs> um, but sometimes, as women or marginalized people or anything like where you feel like you didn't have the power, you know, just handed to you, it's like it can be it can be a little bit of a struggle, yes. you know, to, yeah. to say, well, I wasn't really enculturated or taught that I could do this, but I'm I'm totally being a rebel right now. So maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, and <laughs> it feels feel uncomfortable. That? Totally, and it feels yeah. uncomfortable, right? And I actually think that that you know, I, I think. I think when we don't talk about it, it's like all our other feelings. It's like when we don't talk about it, we give it so much power. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, what I found is the more I started talking about it, the more everybody around me was like, I feel the same way. Other entrepreneurs are like, I go through the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I just think sometimes we think we are alone or isolated in these problems. And, you know, as we start talking about them and realizing you're like, wow, like actually many entrepreneurs go through these, this exact same thing mm -hmm. um, or other people just maybe in a different way. Absolutely. I was just thinking we need a support group and I thought, oh, the show kind of is a support group. Excellent. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Especially for the spiritual entrepreneurs. So, so very good. Well, I drew a few cards for you to, to help you along on that journey as well. If you'd uh, wouldn't mind me sharing that for now. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, definitely you're on the mission of finding a, a, like a higher perspective in this. So you have bigger dreams, you have bigger vision, and you've been called into that. So with, and it's been from your higher self. So just not that you needed confirmation, but totally confirming that every step of, of this dream that you have is because it's like, this is my purpose. This is what I came to earth to do. And I've got soul contracts out there and people that I'm here to help. So here we go. And coming out of a time of recognizing yourself as a as a healer, light worker, whatever you like to identify as, um, all the changes that took place, and that was 2011. But when did you go full time in your business? Last, uh, it was last March. Yeah, so it's it's fairly new to have this full time business. So all those changes are are helping you stay in your heart space with it. Um, it can be very tempting, especially coming from the corporate world or just being being very intellectual as well as spiritual we we know oh there's strategies we can do it's like if the strategy doesn't feel right it's not heart centered it's probably not going to be for you but there's discipline that will come from your heart center and i think for you it's pulling back a little bit more and receiving a little bit more mm. um, do you struggle to receive abundance with your work or open up some other avenues that you might be like scared like oh my gosh that's too much money to ask or something like that or it's too big of a commitment yeah um, yeah you know what i think so something that i've been really struggling with lately is just because i do so many different things it's very and what i'm finding is you know typical business strategy typical business is like what's the one problem that you solve and i'm like I don't solve one problem. I'm like, this is giving me a panic attack. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to like, you know, just, just be clear enough because I want people to know what I'm doing so that I can help them, but also, you know, give, give the work that I do justice, I guess. And anyway, so there's this whole, yes. you know, messaging thing, I guess I should say that I struggle with. I hear you 100%. It's like, it's a spiritual awakening. <laughs> it's exactly. Not those other pillars you were talking about. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it just, it just doesn't fit. So I think it's just, you know, the forewarning now that as you figure that out, just stay heart centered, stay heart centered, and the way will show itself. And and for there for a lot of us that are doing this kind of work, we will try to do that kind of traditional messaging work. And it just just be yourself. You just keep showing up and being yourself and creating content and, and it will, it will show people who you are. I think that's the, the big key for you here. And also 
there is something about showing your wisdom full force. Don't um, temper it down to make people comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like you've got an ancient wise woman within you and, <laughs> you know, just let her shine, let her, let her come out. Um, but also the, the inner child in you as well is the one that can see through illusions and speaks the truth very clearly. So that's really a wonderful um, addition to your kind of archetypal chart here. Mm. Um, yeah. That's actually really interesting. I was in a breathwork session, maybe, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. And I remember like one part of it was like, go to your inner child. And I remember it was like a really beautiful moment because it was like five-year-old Jen, just like, you know, she used to just like have a microphone and sing for everybody and dance around and like, you know, no fear. And I was like, where did that girl go? You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring her back in a little bit. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's there. She's unafraid and she is very brave. And, um, and, and make sure you do things that you enjoy and that you like, because if she's not happy, you're not, you're not going to be happy in your business. I feel yeah. like that's, that's one of those mm, things I, I, I hear you it. there too. And, <laughs> and obstacle wise, you've got everything you need to succeed. Just sometimes you need to use it differently and listen from, again, from your inner soul and your inner counsel more than the outside voices. Um, and as I'm looking at going ahead here, it's just about personal power, understanding a little bit more about the subconscious drivers of the way people operate. And the more that you can understand that and how it works on the broader scale, uh, that's going to help you be a sharper coach and mentor. But it's also there's something here about activating your personal power to a huge degree. And this does feel like some inner child healing is is part of that. Mm. Wherever you felt smushed down or not able to show that, you know, bright, shiny spirit that you were just describing, um, there may be um, some hidden sources of personal power there that you're going to need. Um, and it's going to be a, it doesn't have to be hard or upsetting to, to do that work. But the more you uh, do your intuitive development as well, and do your sitting meditations, um, you're going to not only download more tools to be a healing presence for others, but you're also going to know what to do with them and like form that signature session or program or package or whatever it is that you're, you know, that at, at some level you're going to need, but it's going to come together fairly organically. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. It's really funny. Cause that is probably the third time this week that I've gotten a message saying, trust your inner voice instead of external. So that's like hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And even, you know, we're both intuitive coaches. We have, we need that reminder sometimes when it comes mm -hmm. to businessy things and intellectual things that it's really all the same, like we mentioned earlier. And I love our theme today. Slowing down can change your life and slowing down can change the stress we feel around all that as well. So Yes, Very totally cool. agree. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here today, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> it's been wonderful. Thanks. Yeah, it's been so great to chat with you. And thanks to everybody who's been listening to us. And thanks for having me here. You're very welcome. And where can people find you online if they want to learn more about you? Yeah, best place is Instagram. So I'm on there pretty actively, Move with Jen. And it's three N's. And I also have got a website and I'm somewhat active on Facebook too. And um, I do do a weekly community coffee chat. So if anybody just wants a little bit of community, it's online, it's free. It's every Thursday. So yeah, come check it out. Awesome. I love that. Very cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening and catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. 
It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.